The time is finally here. It is upon us. It is time to pick every game on the Texas Longhorns 2023 schedule. And I have nobody better than Kyle Umlang here to do it. Should be a fun episode. You are Locked On Longhorns, your daily podcast on the Texas Longhorns. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked on Longhorns, the show. Jonathan Davis, your host. Today's episode of Locked on Longhorns is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked on. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked on today to get started. And Kyle, before we get to picking each game on the Texas Longhorns schedule this year, the streets have been talking and the streets are saying this is the year. So how do you feel? We are two days away from Texas football. Is 2023 the year for your favorite football team? This is the year, man. It's never going to get better than this. We have a favorable schedule last year in the Big 12, predicted to go number one in the Big 12. If, if, it, is, if it doesn't happen this year, I don't know when it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. So Texas is back this season. <laughs> and and you heard, Kyle, if it doesn't happen this year, it's never, ever going to happen. Probably right? never, we ever. Are, <laughs> we are leaving the Big 12, and I know you can't wait to you know get back. Uh, to plan your Aggie friends, you know, all of those people you love in College Station. So do you yeah. have any parting words before the season starts to Brett Yormark in the Big 12? Get ready, baby. We're coming. I can't wait for you to hand us that trophy in December. That'll be fun. All right, Brett Yormark, you heard it here first. All right, we're starting with uh, the first game that takes place on Saturday. Brett Yormark will never I'm listen sure, to I'm sure podcast. he's listening right now on the edge of his seat listening. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On Saturday, this Texas team that is back, according to Kyle Umlang, takes the field in DKR at 230. Temperatures should be close to 100, if not over 100. Definitely on the field, they will be. And they play Rice. Now, we didn't play Rice last season, but the last time we took the field against Rice, we won 58 to 0, but they did not have a five star at quarterback in JT Daniels. So, how do you see this matchup playing out on Saturday against the Rice Owls? I think it's going to be a blowout, but I think it will give the defense some great practice uh, for Bama having an experienced quarterback. I, you know, I was I was kind of worried about playing Rice like probably a year ago when I was like, man, I want to play like a harder team to get us ready for Bama. But I think uh, Daniels will get us get us the defense there. So I'm excited, but I, it'll still be a blowout. I think 30 point victory at least. What about you? So I haven't I haven't seen the spread. I think it's somewhere around 35. And last year I was nervous, and we ended up covering against ULM. So let's say the spread is 35. Do you think that the Longhorns will cover that against JT Daniels in the Rice House? Yes, for sure. Book it. They will beat Rice by 35. I concur. Um, I love JT Daniels to death. You know, national champion JT Daniels. But <laughs> I just don't think that his team <laughs> and Rice could put up an, enough fight against Texas to obviously beat them. But I think Texas will cover if the spread is still at 35. I think they beat Rice by 35-plus points. All right, the biggest game on the schedule, week two, Alabama, this time in their house, in Tuscaloosa. Who do you got? You got the Texas Longhorns or the Alabama Crimson Tide, Kyle? Got got to go Longhorns. Last year was this close, should have been a win. Quinn was out. He's 100% now. Just – they're not going to stand a chance. Um, we have the advantage at QB and wide receiver. 
And guess what? Those are the people that score the points. So we're we're in good position. Um, I'm not too worried. I think we win. Uh, and I don't think it'll be down to the last second like it was last year. I think we have a steady lead and hopefully we keep it the whole time. They'll probably come back at the end. Uh, but I think we hold on for like a seven, 10 point victory. Okay, so Kyle mentioned the close game last year. They did win 20 to 19 after knocking Quinn Ewers out of the game in the first quarter, a la, you know, the was it 2009, 2010 national championship game where yeah. uh, Colt McCoy threw two passes? What I want to ask you, Kyle, before I make my prediction and probably piss off all of the Texas fans listening, do you think a win in Tuscaloosa would be some sort of redemption for the last two matchups against the Crimson Tide and them knocking out our starting quarterbacks? No, not at all. I want those two wins back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they only have two wins against us all time, and it just coincidentally has to be the two games where they knocked out our star quarterback. So I would love to see what they do with the star quarterback going the entire game. Um, I don't think they stand a chance. Uh, Nick right. Saban's the goat, guess- but he's he's washed now. I don't know about that. And if Nick, if you're listening to this, you know, <laughs> <He's listening. laughs> you know, call me. You know, we got business to do. Um, Him and the Big 12 commissioner at a party right now, just streaming this. <laughs> streaming locked on Longhorns, right? You yeah. know, I understand uh, that Texas might even be more talented than this Alabama team. Uh, and maybe I'm giving Nick Saban too much credit. They lost a lot. Offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, Bryce Young, Will Anderson, amongst others, right? But I just don't think this Texas team will fully know who they are in week two especially after playing Rice week one. And I'm just not of the belief that everybody else is that we're just going to walk into Tuscaloosa and it's going to be fireworks, right? I think it's going to take time for this offense to really become what we think it's going to be. I just don't think it's going to happen in Tuscaloosa in week two. I predicted this team to go 10 and two. That means I have to pick two losses on the schedule and I'm playing it safe and I'm picking Bama. So please don't unsubscribe. Please don't turn this off. Kyle is very smart. I promise you. you let's, let's, Let's up the ante. How about we? How about we do a little great, a uh, little Bijan Mustardson for that Bama game? I lost this bet last year, so now you're asking me to take it again, and I will. <laughs> and I also think that Jalen Milrow is going to rush for like 150 yards, right? I hope it doesn't happen, yeah, but I'm seeing that right now. Well, I hope it doesn't. <laughs> All right, but yes, we can put the yeah, I guess the yearly bet of Bijan Mustard on this game. If Texas wins yeah. this game, I owe Kyle a bottle of Bijan Mustard. And if Alabama wins this game, I'll at least have some solace in knowing that I get some Bijan mustard sent to my house. So you all are witnesses to the bet that we just made. Last year, I lost it because Texas lost. No, no, was, I think I had. No, it was Oklahoma you State. Said, you said Texas you, would lose yeah, to Oklahoma yeah. State. Yeah, you said they would. And I you, said we would beat Oklahoma State. You said they would lose to Kansas State and beat Oklahoma State, and I said the opposite. And it, luckily for me, the opposite yeah. happened. So And a blown same, half Same thing lead. happened this year. A blown halftime lead cost me like $40 worth of mustard to send to, send to Kyle Umlane's house. That's a lot right. of mustard, folks. A lot of mustard, a lot of money, man. Bijan's getting his bread for sure. All right, the next game on the schedule is Wyoming. Thankfully, they do not have Josh Allen. Thankfully, they do not have Isaiah Nayor. So I already have a feeling about how you're going to pick this game, but the people need to hear it. So go ahead, Kyle. Yeah, uh, blowout. Blowout. It'll be nice. Yeah, we're going to beat Wyoming pretty handily. You know, fun fact, Rice has one five-star, Wyoming has zero. You know, so shout out to JT Daniels and what he did at high school. Right? I think we're going to beat <laughs> Wyoming pretty bad. All right, we're moving yeah. on to the next one, uh, the first conference game of the year, the first road conference game of the yep. year. Thankfully, it's not that far from Austin at Baylor. This is a matchup that the Texas Longhorns won 
38-27 to last year. And one of my favorite stats, maybe ever, from this Texas Longhorns football team, but especially last season, they closed the game running the ball 22 straight times with one of the highest graded quarterbacks ever, right? So shout out to Steve Sarkeesian and that offensive line, B. John Robinson and Roshan Johnson running the ball 22 straight times to close out the Baylor game. Who do you have winning that game in Waco this year and the last year in the Big 12, Kyle? Obviously, I got Texas, but I think I think it'll be similar to the Bama game. I think we'll win by only like 10 points. I think it'll be a shaky, a shaky game, you know, first – uh, road conference game, so I think we'll have some mistakes. But if we run it like we did last year with that new clock rule, 22 runs in a row is going to be like a, a quarter and a half of game time. So I hope we do that. Let's keep yeah, that my clock sister going. goes to my sister goes to Baylor, so there's no way that I can pick Baylor. So I'm picking Texas. Also, nice. uh, my uncle, he's not really my uncle, used to play quarterback for Baylor in the 90s. Uh, so shout out to JJ Joe as well. Um, I'm going to ask you. Right. You said you think this game will be close. Is it because Dave Aranda is a defensive mastermind or is it because you have faith in Blake Shapin that nobody else, even Baylor fans have? No, I, I think Dave Aranda is pretty good on defense. And I think, you know, the, uh, winning th- the first three in a row, I think we might be a little cocky coming in there. And I think it'll be a hostile environment because it's our last time to play. So just got to be prepared for that. So I think that kind of that will make it close. You know, the refs being shady might call it close. I, I Close is like 10 points. You know, 10-point victory is still a good victory, but uh, I would like it to be more, but I think it'll be around 10 points. Yeah, hostile environment at Baylor. Not sure I've ever heard that one, but I'm going to ask you, what is your favorite Texas and Baylor moment or memory since this is the last year in the Big 12? Um, my very first Texas game that I went to as a freshman in – uh, at Texas was uh, when they came to Austin in 2004 and we spanked them 44 to 14. Um, so I would say that's my, that's my favorite one because we won. It was our first game and I've just been in love and obsessed ever since. So we'll say that one. And Kyle's clearly showing us how old he is. <laughs> All right. A quick word from our sponsors and we're going to get back to picking the rest of the schedule. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. So post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnCollege. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnCollege, all one word, to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. All right, Kyle, the next game on the schedule is at home against Kansas. This is a matchup. Texas won 55-14 to 14 last year. I believe B. John Robinson broke two different personal records, most touchdowns in a game and most rushing yards in a game against those poor Jayhawks. Jalen Daniels is back for this game this year. The preseason pick for first-team All-Big 12. Don't know how that makes sense. But anyways, how do you see this game playing out in DKR against the Kansas Jayhawks? You know, if it was – at Kansas, I might be a little a little worried, but I think we take care of business at home. Win by at least twenty. I think I think we got it. Do you think 20. that the last matchup in in Austin between Texas and Kansas will have any bearing on this one? I don't have to remind you what no. happened in that game, but it was very <laughs> embarrassing for no. Steve Sarkeesian and company. No, that was the entire like second half. I was like, guys, come on! I, I I'm on Twitter. I have. 
thousands of people angry at me, ready to pounce on me. Please do not lose this for me. I was I was so upset. And man, that was a rough offseason. Um, but you know, we're not that same team. He's got a, he's got he's got his players there. He's uh he's in his third year. Everyone's rolling. Won't be any different. We're gonna roll. Yeah, I don't get the Kansas hype. There's a lot of people trying to put them in the the upper echelon of Big 12 teams. I think Kansas, I want to say reverts back to six and six because then they go like six and six last year, maybe seven and five at best. But I think that's their ceiling. I think they're just a six and six, seven and five yeah. team, regardless of how flashy their quarterback's chain is, right? So for sure, I think Texas for beats sure. up on Kansas pretty bad uh, this year. I would ask you your we favorite better. Kansas memory, but I have a feeling you're going to say something crazy. I have, so we're just gonna I have no, I have no Kansas, I have no good Kansas memory. Because the, the right, games we, we won, I don't remember the scores or anything, but the game we lost, the games we've lost, those are burned in my brain. So no, don't ask me about that. Exactly. One. All right, I I'd be fine if we never play. Kansas oh wait, wait, again I got one. I got one. I got one. Okay, Let, let's do another. One. Let's do another old school one. Um, it was same year, two thousand four. Uh, we were, where were we? I think we were at Lawrence, down. Twenty three, twenty one, maybe. 2320, something like that. We were down and we had to drive the ball to win the game. And Vince had fourth down and long. And you know what he does on fourth on in anything. He I think he converted like an 18-yard fourth down. And then the rest was history. We he just drove down, score. We won barely somehow. And uh yeah, I'll put that one as my favorite. I wish we could just clone Vince and he can be our all-time quarterback, man. Just keep bringing in younger versions of Vince Young. <laughs> younger and faster years, versions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, man. Red River rivalry time. Woo! Oklahoma. Of course, we know what happened last year, 49-0. I don't anticipate that will happen again this year, the second year under Brent Venables. Hopefully, uh, Dylan Gabriel, the college version of Tua, will be available for this game. How do you see the Red River rivalry? going this year in the Cotton Bowl in Dallas, Kyle? It will be closer than last year. Anything will be closer than last year. Um, their offense will have improved simply because they have a quarterback this year and not a tight end playing. Uh, but I think their defense is still the exact same. I don't think it's going to improve. I don't think it's improved much. I think Sark's going to feast. You know how he does. Uh, our defense is a little better. I, I don't think. I don't think they'll – the only way, the only way they'll have the lead is if they score first, and they might. But um, I think we win this pretty solidly. I have no faith in Oklahoma after last year. I, I just want them to keep <laughs> tanking, keep getting worse and worse. Yeah, it's hard to have any faith in these brothers after what we saw last year with a tight end playing quarterback, a kicker throwing a pass, or it was a punter maybe, and that forty nine zero debacle we saw. Um, like Kyle, I think Oklahoma will be better this year. I think Oklahoma will be a little bit better than Kyle thinks they'll be. Um, and I think this game will be more exciting, but I still think that Texas wins by 10 to 14 points this yeah. year in Dallas. And I know because you've just shown us your age multiple times on this podcast, you have to have <laughs> a favorite Red River rivalry moment. All right. So go ahead. We're ready. Whenever um, I went Does it evolve to, a call that, that had earthquake in it? No. I mean, that one was fun. But th that entire game, I was driving to a wedding uh, in Nashville. So uh, my wife was – she was watching – she was streaming the game on her phone and telling me kind of what was happening as I was driving. <laughs> and she, and she, she was like, okay, the guy's running. Uh, looks like oh, he's still going. Like, it, it, you know, it was – I was just kind of imagining what the game was like. 
Um, but then when I watched the whole thing, when we got there, when we got to the place we we're getting to, I was like, man, that was, this was a great game. Um, no, that's not my favorite. Um, I would say probably 08 was my favorite. Um, I think there was a great uh, McCoy to Shipley. Oh, wait, no, maybe it was a Shipley kick return that like changed the game. I think we were down and he got us back in the game and we won. Um, so, yeah, probably 2008. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. All right. The next one is at Houston. Uh, old robbery. Renewed. I got to be careful with the word robbery. You know how Texas fans are. They're going to jump in the comments and act like nobody ever cared about the University of Houston. But we're playing them after a bye. So that could be, um, you know, a, a tricky game. You got the Red River robbery, then a bye. Could be smelling yourself and go into Houston and could have a tough matchup. And their starting quarterback is Donovan Smith, who beat us last year as the starting quarterback for Texas Tech. So this is a really interesting matchup. Dana Holgerson has also been talking out the side of his neck about Texas and Texas A&M lately. So it's just going to be really fun, you know, in my city, in Houston, against the Cougars. How do you see this matchup playing out, Kyle? Um, I think it'll be a blowout. I'm going to this game, I think. My parents live close to the stadium, so I'm going to crash with them and go see the game with my dad probably. So I'm excited for this one. Uh, it is a rivalry renewed, but they're not good this year. So it should be a pretty fun butt whooping. Yeah, a lot of people have picked uh, Houston to be one of the bottom teams in the Big 12 uh, with West Virginia. I think this is a game where Texas fans will show up and show out. I was told that they are selling single game tickets for this game, which is crazy because <laughs> Texas fans will take over TDECU. And, you know, they do have a quarterback that beat us last year. But I think we beat Houston by 20 plus points. Like Kyle yep. said, I don't think it's close. All right. The next one, BYU. You'll have a bunch of BYU fans in the stands that do not drink. Right. So I don't know how rowdy DKR will be. This is Sark's alma mater. So maybe he'll come out with some fire. We saw how he came out, um, you know, before Washington where he cussed out a kid. You know, so clearly, you know, Sark gets very excited against teams he either used to coach or play for. Right. So how do you see this matchup going against the people that don't drink in DKR BYU after the Houston game. Man, I went to the last the last BYU game uh, in 2014 when they just smoked us 41-7. Um, we have a all-time losing record to them, 4-1. to one. We haven't won since 2011. Um, I have Texas going 11-1, and I think this might – be I don't know for sure which one. It's one of the next three games we're going to lose. I don't know which one, but it could be this one. It could be Kansas State. It could be TCU. But one of those games we will lose, and that is my loss for the season. But we're going 11-1. But I don't know. I don't know if it's this one or the next one or the one after. But I'm kind of hesitant on this one. I think it'll be close. So you're not going to officially say we're going to lose no. to BYU. I'm not going to say. But I'm saying say it that is we're we're on upset alert that week. Just saying. I think so. We're losing to BYU, Kansas State, or TCU, according to Kyle. Um, one, one of those guys. All right. I had the same thought. You know, it's I, I'm on here pretending like it's crazy, but I was going to come on here and say <laughs> BYU might be the team yeah. that gets us, but I changed my mind and I picked another team. It is in the next <laughs> okay. three as well. Spoiler yeah. alert. So I think we beat BYU. Like I okay. said, you know, um, I hope Sark so. is going to come out like a man possessed. That is his own model. <laughs> so I think he – uh, we'll have a pretty good game plan for BYU. And normally they have a lot of talent, but they don't have a Zach Wilson. 
They don't have what was his name, Jaron Hall, the quarterback that was there. I don't think they have him anymore. I don't remember. I yeah, I just they just have a bunch of older guys on mission trips, and that's beautiful, right? But I don't think they have anything for the University of Texas football team. So we win hey, that game pretty handily. All right, fun fun, fun fact. Sponsors, fun fact for listeners. Hold on, Kansas State. Maybe Kyle will pick that one. Hold on, I got a fun go fact ahead, for the ahead. listeners. Okay. Um, Steve Sarkeesian, like you said, that's his alma mater. He is in the Texas A&M record book for most passing yards by an opponent. And he threw more against Texas A&M in regulation than any Aggie has ever thrown in a game themselves, including those overtime games that Aggies like to boast about. He threw for 536 yards against the Aggies. Steve Sarkeesian, he's in the record book. Book it. A Texas, a Texas A&M quarterback has never thrown for 536 yards? Nope. Not even with overtime. Wow. And, and Sark Shout did it in regulation. Coach. Did it in regulation. Shout out my head coach, man. He's special. <laughs> Very special. All right, Kansas State, the reigning Big 12 champions, a team that has not beaten Texas since 2017. We won this game last year, 34-27. to Can't remember if Adrian Martinez or Will Howard started, but Will Howard probably, if he's not hurt, knock on wood, I don't want him to be hurt, will start the game yeah. this year. All right, so what happens in the last matchup, at least for a while, against Kansas State? A lot of people feel like Kansas State is the biggest threat to the Longhorns this year for the Big 12 title. How do you think this yep. game goes? Uh, I think it'll be close. I think Texas wins, though, just simply because Kansas State has not been able to pull it off since Charlie Strong was head coach. So I have faith in that stat. It's at home, and I will be at that game because I will be at the co-op signing books the day before the game. So come see me uh, at the co-op the Friday before the Kansas State game. We will win that game by, like, a field goal. Nice plug. Make sure you get your copy of Aggie Facts, whatever volume we're on now. Is it three? It's three. I got room for one more. All right, we're on I got Aggie one more. Facts. I got one more in me. <laughs> All right. Aggie Facts volume three coming to your household soon. I said 10 and two. This is the two. I think Kansas Ooh. State finally gets us in the last year in the Big 12. And hopefully we can redeem ourselves against them in the Big 12 championship game. I just think Kansas State is the type of team that can make us play their game, right? They have the best offensive mm -hmm. line in the conference. They have a really good running game. Will Howard, a returning quarterback, that's always a luxury. And this is just always a solid defense and a team that doesn't commit a bunch of penalties. And I think in a close game, a tight game, they're going to play really sound football. They're going to run the ball, ground and pound, and make us play their game. And I think they come out on top in a close one. Like I said, I you know could very well see Texas beating Alabama. I could very well see Texas beating Kansas State. But I picked ten and two. The two losses got to come somewhere. So if yep. you unsubscribe, stop being emotional and subscribe back. We'll be all right. Trust <laughs> me. <laughs> right, you know? Well, luckily for us, right, Deuce Vaughn is State no moment? longer there. Also, um, he's a cowboy. No, Shout out to my cowboy. Yeah, Cowboys. No, when I, we didn't win, my entire. Uh, collegiate career as well as my wife's entire collegiate career after mine we didn't we didn't win from 03 to 2013 so no i have no kansas state memories no fun ones sorry i don't like them they're purple can't trust can't trust the purple teams all right the next one <laughs> all right i'm wearing purple 
The next team is purple. <laughs> the TCU Horn Frogs went undefeated in the regular season last year, made it all the way to the national championship game. If there's any TCU fans listening, I will not mention what happened in that national championship game, but I do remember some Georgia Bulldogs eating chicken wings in the fourth quarter, right? So um, <laughs> talking about TCU, we're on the road against TCU. Of course, they're losing a lot of talent, but I still think this will be a very formidable team in the Big 12. How do you see this game going, Kyle? Yeah, I think it'll be kind of like the Baylor game. I think it'll be uh, a little closer than we want, 10 points maybe, um, but I still think Texas comes out ahead on this one because, like you said, they lost way too much talent to keep up with us. Yeah, I think they'll win as well. Um, I would ask you if you have any favorable memories from TCU and Texas, but Gary Patterson kind of had his way with the Longhorns. So should I just move on to the Iowa State game and the game? Just, just move on. Those, those purple teams are are my kryptonite. <laughs> All right, so moving on to Iowa State on the road in Iowa. I went to high school in Iowa. This could be uh, a game where the Texas Longhorns have to brave the elements. Not sure who will be on the field. For the Iowa State Cyclones, because they had a gambling problem. It seems Hunter Deckers, their quarterback, was gambling. They had a player that gambled on Texas against Iowa State in a game that Iowa State won by 23 points. So even when they tried to bet man. against their team, they lost. Right? I just don't know. That's I don't know bad, what Iowa man. State has going on. Not sure who's going to take the field. No, Matt I, Campbell. Yeah. Should have left when he had the opportunity, and now he's stuck in Ames, Iowa, for eternity. He as he had he had been. offers just flying. At, he had offers flying at him like a year or two ago, and now he, he's going to retire there. Uh, they have nobody playing. I don't know how they're going to put together a team. It'll be the end of the season. Everyone's going to be beat up. We might have an OU situation where like a tight end is taking snaps. Who knows? Uh, but this is going to be a romp fest for everyone to enjoy. Yeah, it could so be Texas tough because it's on one. the road. Yeah, yeah, you know, people could get hype in Iowa. I don't know. Uh, all I'm going to say is I know that the Texas Longhorns football team is watching this, you know, alongside Brett Yormark and whoever else we were talking about earlier. I can't remember who yeah, they were or whoever. Right? Saban's watching this. <laughs> Saban. All right, there you yeah. go. I just want to say, brothers, please, please be smart, right? I know and you know that you can go into Ames, Iowa, and win this game pretty handily. But I'm going to need you to stay off of FanDuel, Bovada, or wherever you place your bets and not bet on the Texas Longhorns because we need you for the Big 12 championship game. Don't be like Hunter Deckers, and don't be like that defensive lineman that bet on Texas to beat Iowa State and then ended up losing by 23 points. Be better than them, okay? Okay. All right, now we're moving on <laughs> to the Brett Yormark Bowl, right? It seems like maybe the biggest game on the schedule yeah. now for the Texas Longhorns. Definitely the biggest game in DKR this season, the day after Thanksgiving Texas Tech versus Texas. Like I said, I'm coining it, the Brett Yormark Bowl. You heard it here first. If you hear it after this, you know where it came from. What happens in this game against the Red Raiders, Kyle? Woo. Um, they are predicted to do pretty well this season, and they they beat us fair and square last year, fumbled in, the, in overtime. Can't be doing that. Uh, we better not go to overtime. I think last year – all we had to do was hold them, I think, maybe, to not go to overtime, and we didn't, or something like that. But um, we had a chance to end it last year, and we didn't. We can't screw up this year. Texas Tech is a rival. As much as I hate to say it, I despise losing to them. And when you despise a team as much as you despise Texas Tech, it means they're a rival. So 
We have to win this. Got to close the season. Close out the history book between Tech and uh, and uh, Texas. So, please, guys, come on, do it for me on Thanksgiving. I th- I think we win this. You know, uh, but I think it'll be close. I'm so glad you said that because I made the argument in the past that Texas Tech was a rival, and all I got was pushback that Texas Tech wasn't important <laughs> enough to be a rival. I have cried three times in my life over sporting events. <laughs> And one of those times was in 2008, standing on my couch after that Michael Crabtree catch. I don't know how, hey. as a young man, I could not cry after watching that. So, do you? You're, I'm the last person you can sit here and tell me that Texas Tech is not a rival because I cried watching that game, real tears. They are definitely a rival to me, and we are going to yeah. win the Brett Yormark Bowl after Thanksgiving by at least yeah. two touchdowns. Oh yeah, <laughs> I agree. Hopefully, yeah, they're definitely a rival and hopefully this is the last time we play them for a while so i have the team going 10 and 2 kyle has the team going 11 11 and 0 i guess because he never actually 11 and 1 actually picked the loss he never actually picked the loss loss. if you didn't catch that he never actually picked the loss he said no 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 hold on okay there we go he (laughs) he okay so y'all are the witness that kyle has picked 11 and 1 and byu will be the team to piss the sarkeesian off and beat us and we also have a bet on the Alabama game that if Texas wins, I owe Kyle Umlang some Bijan mustard. And if Alabama wins, which I don't want them to, Kyle owes me some Bijan mustard. Hey, we square. At least you won't because... leave. At least you won't leave empty-handed. At least you won't leave empty-handed. <laughs> there we go. I I win either way, right? If the Bijan mustard yeah, tastes it's a good, win-win. I win either way. Man, it is good. All it right, goes on man. Everything. Make sure y'all following my brother Kyle Umlang on Twitter. You probably already are. Yeah, you probably already are following him. He has like 40,000 followers. But if you somehow have avoided being able to follow him thus far, you know, make sure you go do that now. <laughs> Appreciate you coming on, brother. And uh, you yeah, know, anytime. These with me. Anytime, man. All right. Hook I lo- lo- love your podcast, man. Let's have a good season. Special season. Hook Peace. Sweet.